Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? Your day's about to get a lot better. Um, We have an incredible uh, show today. Actually, this is going to be a two-part series. Two-part, two-part. You know I love these two-part messages. Um, Don't miss tomorrow for, you guys ready? You guys ready for what we're going to be talking about? Baby Mama. That is the name of our uh, two-part series, Baby Mama. It's going to be so good. We are going to talk. Now, I'm not, I'm not like joking. Okay. You know, you, you call people baby mamas. I'm my husband's baby mama. Um, we got babies everywhere Four babies all over the place. I go home and I get like smothered in kids. Uh, but we are going to talk about you specifically being, I say that in fun, but, um, you being something or someone's baby mama based on the Christmas story. Um, I know we've just passed the Christmas season, but you know what? We are going to look back to look forward to 2018. Um, This is going to be some important truth as we head into the new year. Happy New Year for all of you who are listening today. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. Um, God has already seen it. He has already been there. He has already started. like looked at your year, planned your year, has opportunities waiting for you this year. So um, I hope you enjoy this two-part um, message called Baby Mama. Uh, thank you guys for for following along on our social media. We hear from you guys all the time, all the time, all the time, every day, all day, every day. We hear from you guys, and we absolutely love it. Your comments, just your encouragement to our team, and there is, I think, uh, 20 of us, very close to 20 of us, that don't just work on the show, but work on the ministry. You know, it's a small group of people that are impacting a lot of lives. And I just want, as we look to 2018, I know that there is absolutely no way in the world that I could do this without each and every one of their help. So thank you. When you write into us, you will most likely be answered by a member of our team um, who are, a lot of them are volunteers. You know, we've got some staff people that are paid staff, but, uh, you know, they have sacrificially given of their time to do what we get to do um, in the Autumn Miles uh, ministry. So uh, look us up on Facebook, look us up on Instagram, check us out, tag me, you know, tell me, send me a direct message. We love, love, love to hear from you. Also just want to say in the new year, um, we have so much vision for the show. We have so much, so many yeses, so many opportunities waiting for us. And this show is listener supported. It's supported by people like you um, that have said, you know what? I want to support the mission of bold truth and raw faith through the Autumn Miles Ministries. So I just want to pitch that out to you. You know, if you have been affected encouraged, inspired, challenged by our show, I would just ask you to consider giving. Listen, the bottom line is that we can have all the vision in the world, but we have got to have the money, the practical steps 
in order to reach that vision. We believe that God has placed it in our listeners. Um, so if the Holy Spirit is knocking on your heart and and re- you feel like, man, I need to bless this ministry financially, you know what? You can go to autumnmiles.com. There is a donate button there. And it is just, uh, we celebrate everyone that has given, that is giving. Um, thank you so much for that. We have got, we, we have to, you guys, we have to reach this world being bold about biblical truth. We must step out in faith in order to please God. We have to do it. We have to do it. We are called to do it. We are asked to do it. So um, when you give, that is what your money goes to. Love you guys. Okay, baby mama, baby mama, baby mama. That I, I just, I absolutely love this message um, because you, 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 not, not someone outside of your car, not someone in the other room. Um, you, exactly where you are, this message is for you. And I sometimes it's so easy, especially when I sit in church, I can be like, oh, this is for my husband. And sometimes I even flick him or poke him. So, but no one sees. Otherwise, I would be unspiritual. Um, and he'll like turn around and look at me and I'll be like, you know, that was for you. This is this message is for you who is listening today. Um, I am poking you literally through the microphone. Uh, you are designed to carry. Now, I'm not really talking about purpose here. OK, um, I'm, I want to I want to talk about something a little bit different. You are designed to carry. Something or someone for the Lord. You. You are designed to carry something for, for the Lord. Um, you know, I've been speaking for a long time. Um, when I got my life right with the Lord, uh, I begged the Lord, Lord, please work through me, work through my past. Lord, make use of them. Uh, my past, uh, use it to inspire someone that even though we can be completely broken, God can and will find something good out of it. And he will bring us to a good place. If you are in a bad place today, God does not want you to stay there. He is the great shepherd. He leads you out. He leads you on and he leads you into his pastor. He wants to be your leader. He is the great shepherd and he knows the way to get out of your situation. Um, so that, that's what happened to me. You know, I was in an abusive marriage and found the Lord in that marriage, developed a relationship with him in that marriage. I had already acknowledged him with my mouth, but it was time to acknowledge him with my life and begin a personal relationship with him. And when I did that, um, eventually God released me from that marriage. I went to Liberty University and just asked the Lord uh, to speak through me, to uh, utilize uh, what had happened to me and to show people that there was hope. So I started speaking at a very young age. I, um, I actually, after I left Liberty, got married, um, was asked to come back to speak every semester to their women's ministry students. Well, this particular time I, um, was on a plane going there. Didn't feel really, really well. Uh, my sister lives in Lynchburg, Virginia, which is where Liberty University is. 
And um, I landed and I went and did my teaching, my lecturing uh, in the class. And I, I I was there for a couple of days and I would go home and I would not feel well. OK, um, now for all of you hypochondriacs out there and some of you that are way too smart to be a hypochondriac. Um, let me just put it this way. I literally thought that I was dying. OK, I believed there was I, I felt so awful. I was so tired. I was so weary. I personally thought I was dying of something. It came on me really, really fast. I'm like, what is going on? So after I would lecture, I would I felt so bad. I would lay on my sister's floor for like like I would walk in the door, lay on the floor, watch TV until I would have to go do what I was doing. Well, one night she said, hey, you want to go to Dairy Queen? Well, who doesn't love Dairy Queen? I love Dairy Queen. Um, and my sister ain't hating Dairy Queen. She loves a blizzard. She's always been a big fan um, to all my Dairy Queen people out there. Anyway, she's like, hey, you want to go get a blizzard? And I'm like, ooh, yeah, blizzard. That sounds delicious. I love blizzards. Uh, so we get in the car and we drive to Dairy Queen and I'm sitting in the um, in the car and she's like, what do you want? You know, and they have those special blizzards, those grasshopper blizzards, which I don't even know why they call it that, but I think they're meant anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving him her my, uh, my order and I'm like, Oh, that sounds so good. And then we get, Oh, I just knocked over my water in the studio. guys. I just knocked it over. Uh, anyway, moving past that. So I go, I go up and get, uh, go, go to the window to actually get my blizzard. And I am, about to take a bite and I the spoon is so close to my face and all of a sudden I feel like I have to puke okay right there right now I go home I'm thinking what is wrong with me like I love a blizzard what is going on um the next day I get this kind of a long story but stay with me it's got a point the next day I get in a plane going home so thankful to go home because I've just I've felt so bad. And I'm on this plane and I don't know how many times I've flown hundreds uh, at this point, probably. Um, I'm like shooting up in the air and the plane is falling. Worst turbulence of my lifetime. Like it's like, it, it felt like we were shot up in the air a couple stories. I know that's probably exaggerating it. But then we plummet a couple stories and we shoot up and we plummet. And it is the worst tur- to date. It is the worst turbulence that I have ever felt in my entire life. I feel awful. It's like a recipe for complete disaster. And I'm thinking, Lord, get me home. Get me home. Uh, Well, just uh, the thought starts entering into my mind. Is this plane going to crash? Am I going to die now? Are you going to put me out of my physical misery because the plane is not going to make it? So I look cat a corner over to this this homegirl that's in cat a corner to me. And she's like looking. She looks back at me and our eyes connect. The plane is not very full. Our eyes connect and I'm I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. And we give each other this look like, um, yeah, I, I love you. Um, I'm here for you. And I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> if we die, just just so you know, uh, you were loved by someone on the airplane in seat 11B. Okay. So I'm looking at this girl. She's looking at me. We've got this emotional connection. We're not saying a word. We just both have agreed that we are going to die right then and there in the plane. And I'm, I I put my head back in the seat because I got to get a grip. Like, uh, you know, the stewardess, they're like all taking their seats. The 
captain comes on and he's like, we are experiencing some slight turbulence. And, you know, that that just kind of makes you want to laugh because a slight turbulence to a pilot is very different from slight turbulence to someone who is uh, taking the flight. Slight turbulence. I'm thinking slight turbulence, my tiny. I put my head back and I'm thinking, Lord, get me through this flight. And I just start praying. I start praying protection, 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 Lord, protection, protection, protection. You know, sometimes you don't have elaborate words to say. You're not there to impress anyone. You're scared out of your mind. And the first, the, you pray one word, and that's what I was doing. Protection, protection, protect me, protect me, protect me, protect me, protect me. And just as sure, if Jesus embodied Christ himself was staring at me in the studio today, I heard a voice that audible and knowing that said, do not fear. For you are pregnant with a baby girl. Now, I didn't know I was pregnant. I had absolutely no idea. But in one statement from the Holy Spirit of God to my spirit, the Prince of Peace wrapped his loving arms around me and comforted me. And it was really funny because I kept getting the um, the the eye, eye contact from the girl that was sitting cat a corner from me. And all of a sudden, after God said, you're pregnant with a baby girl, like I was fine. Like the turbulence was not my problem. Okay. The fact that I just learned from the Holy Spirit of God that I was pregnant was my problem. So I look over here. I'm like, you're going to be okay. You know, you, you, you're not pregnant. I am pregnant. How am I going to do this first baby of all time? The plan, plane landed and no, I did not die. Um, but a couple weeks later, I went to the DMV and I'm standing there at the DMV and, you know, everyone loves a DMV when they ask for 732 documents um, to make sure that you're who you say that you are. I was changing my name because uh, I had gotten married six months previous, um, which I probably should have done a little sooner. But I'm standing there and um, I'm looking at the DMV lady and she's like, you forgot a document. And I had waited like two hours. And I straight up started blubbering, crying. (laughs) I lost my cool. And I got in my car because I couldn't cope with the fact that I needed another document to tell her that I was, in fact, who I said that I was and the other 700 documents I had already given her. Got in my car and thought to myself, hmm, I wonder if I'm actually pregnant. Go to the store, buy a test. Boom. Mama is pregnant. I was immediately a baby mama carrying my oldest daughter, who was 12, Grace Elizabeth Miles. It was confirmed. You are something or someone's baby mama. You were designed by a God to carry something. I want to look at the text today. We're going to read it. Luke 1, 26. Again, this is a, a two-part message called Baby Mama. You have got to hear 
the ending tomorrow. It will absolutely encourage you. This is Autumn with the Autumn Mile Show. I'm crazy. I love Jesus. Here we go. Luke 126. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, don't be afraid. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be? For I am a virgin. The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the most high will overshadow you. For this reason, the holy child shall be called the son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren, is now in her sixth month for nothing, 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 nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be according to your word. And the angel departed her. What are you designed to carry? something. Now, we look at Mary and we herald her as uh, uh, someone to be respected, and she is, okay? She uh, absolutely is. I mean, for heaven's sake, this woman carried the our Savior um, and was given the privilege to give birth to hope. Unbelievable. We respect so much what God conceived in her. We respect it. We look at her. We praise her. We we remember her every holiday season. She is one of the heroes of the Christmas story. She is someone that will be remembered um, eternally. But just like Mary, you guys, just like Mary, you are designed to carry something for the Lord. We respect Mary. We think she's awesome, and she 100% is. But you are just as important as carrying something for the Lord. You, as well, are an intricate part in God's plan for hope. What God wants to... uh, uh, What God wants to do with you is conceive something in you, just like he conceived something in Mary. He wants to, and probably already has, conceived, started, begun something in you. Verse 35 says this. The holy, the uh, Mary, uh, Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I'm a virgin? The, a- the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you 
and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. For that reason, the holy child shall become the son of God. If we are a believer, the Holy Spirit of God is residing in us. And he conceives things in us that he wants and needs to be carried out for God's greater story. You were designed. Maybe it's a person that God has designed you to carry. I carried two of my babies. I adopted two of them. Um, but I, I, I might have physically carried my two biological children in my, my body, but I was emotionally pregnant with my two adopted kids years before oh, they, were, they were ever born into this world. I carried them to their existence emotionally and physically. That, that is a few things that I have carried. Ministry is another one. A marriage is another one. God put the desire in me to be married to a man that absolutely is obsessed with the Lord. God conceived that in my heart. I did not say no, say yes to a bunch of losers that asked me out on a date. God, God bless them all. I waited for the one that God said, this is who I have designed for you to unite with. This is who I have designed for you to marry. And a marriage was birthed out of the conception that God put in my heart years previous. You are designed to carry something that is conceived in you by the Holy Spirit, specifically speaking about ministry. Um, and when I got my life right with God, you guys, when I, when I saw how wrong I had been in my life, when I finally, after years, accepted the fullness of God's grace and forgiveness in my life, I, I could not shut up about the Lord. I was telling everyone, I wanted everyone to know um, how incredible God was. He's not just a God to go and hear about on an hour every Sunday. He is a God to interact with on a daily basis. When I got that concept, the Lord, the Holy Spirit conceived in me a desire to start a women's ministry that would minister to the, all the autumns in the world that didn't really believe that God was who he said he was before they got their lives right. He conceived an idea in me. It didn't give birth to it until 2010. You were designed to carry someone or something that the Holy Spirit has conceived or will conceive inside of you. You're listening to this radio show or this podcast if you're podcasting it. Because the Holy Spirit conceived a desire in me years ago to do it. We wouldn't be doing it unless the Holy Spirit conceived it in me. I carried it for a bit and he allowed birth to take place. 
Now, um, when the Holy Spirit conceives something in you, there will be a couple things to overcome. I'm a dreamer by nature. I um, I am a, a big thinker. I am someone that thinks super, super hard ahead. You know, you think 2027, like I've already lived it. It was a good year. You know, everything was great. I I am um, a, a visionary by nature. Um, so I, I think in advance and I actually work backwards. So in order to get to 2027 and everything that God's going to do in my life um, and in my team's life and in the ministry's life and in my family's life in 2027, I got to work backwards uh, to 2018 now. And I have to work to those goals and those dreams and those visions that God has given me for 2027. Hey guys, we're actually going to stop there for part one of baby mama. It is so important that we understand that there are big dreams out there. There are big dreamers out there. And there are also people that God has asked to carry the details. Um, how do you make those things happen? Um, both personalities are so incredibly important in God's plan, God's greater plan, God's story. And he wants you to be involved in it. Please join me tomorrow. Tomorrow we are going to unpack some of the challenges that happen when we understand that, whoa, God is asking us to carry something. Um, there are several things that we have to combat in our minds. There, there we, One of the big things that we'll talk about tomorrow is submission. I want you guys to join uh, tomorrow uh, so you can get a really, really good picture of um, the practical side of carrying something that the Holy Spirit has conceived in you via the Holy Spirit. Please do not forget you were designed, you were made to carry something that the Holy Spirit has or will conceive inside of you. It's your baby. You are it, baby mama. Okay. And um, God wants you to see that thing through and give birth to it. You know what? I love you guys so much. Join me tomorrow for part two of Baby Mama. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.